Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things Friends as we review it episode by episode of the classic sitcom from the 1990s and early 2000s, Friends. I'm Michael, I'm joined once again with my sworn enemy, Elizabeth. How's it going, Elizabeth? It is going well, Michael, how are you? It's going well, Elizabeth, thank you. Good. Been up to much since we last spoke? No, not really. Nothing. Just no. The usual. No little. Don't want to shed any insight to the listener on your fast-paced, exciting life. Nope, I'm good. Nope, your life is a closed book to these people. Everyone can take guesses as what I do. I think it's pretty obvious based on the way I talk about people. You don't want people to know you. You don't want to know other people. That's just how you live. Your I life. want to know other people. Sooner or later, Elizabeth, you're gonna to have to let people into that cold black heart of yours. It's hard, Michael. How do you do it? I don't know. I just I just open myself up to life, Elizabeth. I go to dance classes. I just <laughs> live life. I just grab it by the scruff of the neck and just live every moment. I can see so many of our listeners' eyes rolling right now. How dare they? <laughs> Before we get into the episode, would you like a little friend-themed question? Michael, my question to you... What? what? This is unprecedented! My question to you is, can you associate each character of friends with an animal, and why? <laughs> can I? Well, um, I don't know. Yeah, I could probably do that. Alright, go for it. Okay. Um, Phoebe is a butterfly... Why is that? Because she's just everywhere, just sort of floating her about from one bit to another. I just can't focus on anything. Their migration patterns are extraordinary. <laughs> okay. Um, Monica is... Monica's a beaver. A beaver? Yeah. Why? Just very well organized, just always likes things a certain way, patting things about... Do beavers like things a certain way? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're building dams, yeah. Yeah, okay. They're the engineers of the animal kingdom. Oh, okay. How about Rachel? Rachel is... Rachel is... I don't know, like a... What is Rachel? <laughs> I just want to say like a cat. Okay. Yeah. How is she a cat? She just kind of sits there. <laughs> what? That's horrible. I totally disagree with that. Well, she just sits there. She's you... the only one we see working ever. <laughs> That's true. What, what do you think Rachel is? Well, I'm trying to think of an animal that's associated with this gesture. How do I describe that to people that clearly can't you, see me? You did a nonchalant shrug. Like a whoop type thing. What animal would that be? I don't know. Like a baby sloth? No, no, I don't think so. A fox? Could she be a fox? No. no. All right, we'll come back to it. Um, Ross, I think, is Eeyore the donkey. <laughs> no explanation needed there. Yeah. Chandler. Chandler could be like a wisecracking fox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see that. And Joey is, Joey is a bandicoot. What's a bandicoot? It's like a, a, a marsupial. Why is Joey a bandicoot? Because he's just kind of like, 
How does that relate to a bandicoot? <laughs> oh. He needs to be giving serious answers to this question. If you have to ask. Oh, Lord. Well, what about Rachel? Rachel is, I want to say a deer. Maybe. Okay, I think yeah. we're getting closer on yeah. that one. Yeah. Like a baby. Like a, a doe. Like no, a, no, a fawn. A fawn? Yes, a fawn. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I'm happy with all those. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Still not convinced on Rachel. Maybe someone else can give us an idea for okay. what animal Rachel would be associated with. Yeah, at Friends Pod, if you would like to get your suggestions in for that. But anyway, enough of that nonsense. Onwards and upwards. We've just finished watching season one, episode twenty-one, the one with the fake Monica. A, a, a real classic episode. This Elizabeth. God this is a classic episode. April twenty-seventh, twenty-seventh of April, nineteen ninety-five. The last episode that we watched had a rating of a solid 30 million, Elizabeth. Do you think they went higher or lower on the next one? Mm, when was the last episode that aired? It was at the beginning of April, so it's been... Oh, that's It's tricky. been three weeks. It's been a long time where I feel like people that are starting to like it would look for it. Getting to the end uh, of the season as well. I know. I'm going to say lower, though. Lower? Yeah. 28.4 million. Oh, boy, Michael. Oh. Oh, I don't even want to brag anymore. It's just oh. getting a little out, outlandish. Good. People on Twitter hate it when you brag. They say it's the worst part of the show. They so. do? Yeah, they Guys. hate it. Most people turn off just as soon as you get <laughs> one right. Well, they miss all the good stuff. Yeah. Well, that is to be determined. <laughs> So, yeah, the episode, we open in Monica and Rachel's apartment. Well, I wish we could think of a better name for it. Like the, what? I don't know, like the, like Superman has his fortress of solitude. I feel like we should have a better name for, like, this apartment. Hmm. Central Perk Gang HQ, CPHQ. No, that's no good. That's rubbish. Terrible, Michael. But there's no bad ideas in brainstorming. You're right. Um... um. Maybe like estrogen station. Estrogen station. All right. That's a lot of zzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
like in the middle, I kind of tune out because I just watch it. Okay, what do you think they are? So no one told us. Nope. Life was. Wait. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Clap 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 clap. You're broke. You're nope. Your, your job's a joke. joke. You're, you're broke. broke. Your love life's something away. <laughs> your love life's DOA. What's DOA? It's a term for dead on arrival. It's like it's a. That's the thing people use. Oh, it's a no, not like it's more of like a medical thing. Like it's a hospital oh. term. If somebody's brought in DOA, they were they're dead oh, on arrival. Oh, that's kind of clever. Yeah, Love right. Love DOA. Yeah. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year, I'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. When the rain starts when to fall. Ra- oh, well, let me do it, man. When the rain starts to fall, I'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. No, no, there's not two. Oh crap! <laughs> they don't I'll sing it. I'll be twice. there for you. Like you've been there. You just before. think it's twice because we both sing it when we're harmonized <laughs> during it. Like you've been there before. Like I've like I've like been I've there been there before. I'll be there for you, and you'll be there for me too. Because you're there for me too. All right, so DOA threw me for a loop, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Especially since I space out during it, because I'm always watching. Mm. It's very happy though. It's like a happy song. It kind of makes you go be upbeat. Better than shiny happy people. I don't know. I like that one though. I don't think it would work. I don't think it's quite as iconic. But you know, I remember being in college and borrowing a roommate's iPad. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, iPad. That wasn't even a thing. Um, iPod. And listening to music while in the shower. And that the theme song came on. And I remember being like, what is this? I like it. It's happy. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that it was from Friends or really what Friends was. Go it was on. probably like 2000... Um, Nine? So, like, years after the show had even finished. Yeah. Oh. What's, like, your favorite TV theme? Ooh. <coughs> Going off topic for just a second. Um, I like TV themes that are short. Mm-hmm. So not Friends, then? No, that was not that bad. It's like a minute. Hmm. Gilmore Girls? No. You don't like that at all? No. Frasier? No, because I don't like this song. Well, that's the end credits. Oh, yeah. I'd have to come come back to it because I kind of like the ones that are more like visually pleasing, but are short. What? Family Guy? No. Cheers? I never watched it. Well, I was thinking because I started watching Shameless recently, and that is just a song, and you see, like, the bottom of a bathroom, and you just see the people come and go, and kind of the things that's happening in the bathroom over the course of, like, a day or whatever, and it's kind of long, mm. but that's kind of cool. Hmm. So it's not just, like, a typical, let's introduce the people, it's, it's like, a, like, a little scene in itself. But no, I like things that are a little bit shorter, and things that aren't loud, so, oh, you know what I love? The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> dee, 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 dee. Malcolm in the middle? That's quite loud. No. Yes, no, maybe. 30 Rock? I like 30 Rock one, but I don't like the right at the beginning. That's because you always watch it to fall asleep and it wakes you up. Yeah, I do. So the Great British Bake Off wins it for me. Okay. But that's only for things I'm currently watching. Now everyone knows what I watch. You know what's a great one? What? That you probably haven't even seen because you're probably too young. But the Ally McBeal theme music is pretty awesome. Mm, I don't know. I it's like Von the Shepherd or something who like also sang in the show, and it's like oh, just this, she sort of belts out 
It's a good one. I'm not gonna sing it though. No, I remembered another one. I like I like the Parenthood opening because uh, I like the song. Which is a. It's Forever Young, but it's um, who sings it? Bob Dylan. Oh really? I believe so. I could be. I could be like wrong. Like forever. Young. Yeah, but it's different. Forever young. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like okay. that. Just like but that. then it changes to the When We Were Young by a like, more lesser-known woman. Um, but so good. I mean, it's yeah. like quiet enough, but it shows all the characters. Yeah, that's a good one. Right. So, going off tangent a lot this but, like, episode. Do you put Friends up there? Do you think it's one of, the, one of the better theme songs? I like the song, but maybe not so much the way they've edited it to show... Like, I like ones that are more artsy. But there's nothing artsy about Friends. Friends is just feel-good family entertainment. Then I like the song. Jokes. <laughs> then I do like the song, but I don't know if it's like up there for me yet. Again, mm-hmm. you have to realize I've only seen one season, mm-hmm. and we haven't gotten through that oh, season you're gonna yet. You're going to be sick as you're going to be sick to high heaven of it by the time we're done. You think? Well, we'll see. All right. So anyway, the episode opens. We should probably get to talking about the episode. Yes. Uh, the episode opens, Monica is sitting about, still stressing over those four pieces of paper with the credit card bills on it. She is, she's a little bit jealous of um, this credit card thief. Yeah, she's jealous because she notices that this thief is taking all her money out on the things that she secretly wishes she could do. Like the things that she wishes she had more confidence to be able to accomplish, like buying art supplies to paint a picture or take a dance class. Hmm. You know, it's kind of opened her eyes a bit to be like, well, I could be doing this, but I'm not. Something's stopping me. Yeah, so she's sitting about stressing about that. I wonder I wonder what the repercussions will be. I wonder how that's going to play out. But we'll, we'll get back to that in just a moment. Uh, Joey is sitting about in Central Park with Chandler. He's trying to think of a new stage name. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't using one previously, right? He I guess just, not. I okay. guess it was just Joey Tribbiani. And I think, like, the... It's implied from this conversation that his agent is telling him that his name is too, like, foreign, too ethnic, too, like... So he needs to think of something a little bit more pleasing to the American public. Oh, that's so stupid. (laughs) Well, okay. What do you think would be a good stage name for... Um, I don't know if he needs to change his name. He could maybe do, like, Joey Joe or Joseph. He has a lot of range there. Mm, I mean, he could keep it short in his last name or change it into something else. I think you had something there. Joey Joe Joseph. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'd go with that. No. No? I mean, Matt LeBlanc's pretty good, to be honest. Matt the White? Mm, it's okay. Yeah. But Matt know. is very common. Yeah. Well, there's two on this show alone. Matthew Perry is Chandler. <gasps> yeah, but it's Matthew. Nah. I think they both turn, turned up on the first day, and it was like... You're well, Matthew. One of us has Matthew. to be Matt. <laughs> we flipped the coin. <laughs> so anyway, um, Chandler, in typical helpful fashion, suggests that he... that He's like, oh, what goes well with Joe? Because he wants to shorten it to Joe. He's like, what goes good with Joe? <laughs> and Chandler goes, mm, how about Stalin? And Joey being a big Joey Joey dum dum doesn't realize that there already was a Joe Stalin. And then Chandler suggests Joseph Stalin, and he likes that even better. Poor Joey. Well, you know, read a book, mate. I know. Chandler kind of is in disbelief that he even gets away with that. Yeah. 
This is a, you can mark this under the confused Michael as an 11 year old watching this because I didn't know who Joseph, Joseph Stalin was the first time yeah. I watched this. Yeah, why would you? Why yeah. would I? Yeah, what do I know? <laughs> Here's me sitting <laughs> calling Joey a dum dum, but I was right there with him. Yeah, but you're only 11, he's a, a full grown adult. I was probably 15. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that sets up Joey for hilarity. Um, Something that isn't setting us up for hilarity is when Eeyore, in human form himself, shows up at the <laughs> coffee shop. Ross. Oh my god, Ross. For God's sakes, he, he shows up and he's like, hi. Hi. Hi, guys. But to be fair, he has had a bit of particularly bad news. He has, this is up there he, rivaling, you know, his, his ex-wife is a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> he has, but it's the way he delivers it. He's like a, a 13-year-old girl, like, trying to get attention. Oh, no. Hi. No. Hi everyone, I'm here. Well, he's, he's had some bad news, he's taken Marcel to the vet, and it would seem that Marcel is reaching sexual maturity. He's reached it. He's reached, fine, okay. He's reached sexual maturity, so the humping is going to get worse, and it's going to start becoming more aggressive and more violent, and so sadly, the only alternative is he's, he's got to get rid of him. I know. You were just starting to warm to Marcel. I liked him a little, slightly bit more in this episode. Mm-hmm. Although Marcel is getting his wish, as we saw the last time he was on. He, you know, he was desperately trying to win his freedom, and now he's he's sort of got it. Although they're just searching for zoos to to put him up in. Yeah, they're kind of referencing it as like a. A 17, 18 year old going off to college and mm. applying to all of these places like, oh gosh, I hope we get in. Mm. Do you think he's better off? I mean, you, you were upset at the, the notion of a, of a wild monkey living in a, in a New York man's apartment. Or does it sit a little bit better with you, the thought of him in a zoo? Uh, not really. I don't think zoos are the greatest unless the animal can't like wouldn't survive in the wild well he's pretty domesticated now i don't think he would have much of a chance i guess i mean he'd probably be a lot happier with other monkeys yeah and a lot of places so to climb and run around time. and <laughs> lord <laughs> just boning all day monkey boners anyway um, monica you're gonna lose v- listeners monica tracks down the credit card thief she finds out that she's going to be attending a dance class so Monica and Rachel and Phoebe go to the dance class to try and apprehend her. I don't know what their plan is, really. They just want to... Monica's just curious, I suppose. Well, yeah, I think she just kind of wanted to go there and figure see if she could figure out who it was, and then maybe talk to her after mm-hmm. or confront her in some way. But it's a tap class. Well, they, they say it's a tap class. This is no dance class, Elizabeth. This is a dance show-off session because they just immediately launch into a fully choreographed tap routine with no instruction whatsoever from the person leading the class. This is and like I this said, is rubbish teaching. It's like you turn up to high school on the first day and it's like, all right, class, there's your Bunsen burners, there's your beakers, get making chemistry, off you go. Like I said when we watched, it is most likely an intermediate or advanced class. So they had known that choreography and that was their warm-up, basically, that they had learned for the past few weeks. I'm not so sure, though. Because if it was a beginner's tap class, they would have learned to fall lap. Like with your shoe, you go boo You just wanted to show off your fancy <laughs> tap lingo. Yeah, my, I know so much about tap. But I'm serious, it would be really, really, really slow. Mm-hmm. And then maybe towards the end, they build up to a big choreographed dance like that. It wasn't a beginner's. 
Anyway, the instructor needs to pair everyone off. Phoebe goes with Rachel, leaving Monica on her own. But then somebody else arrives at the class and introduces herself as Monica. And sure enough, it is the credit card thief. So Monica is paired up with her. Monica tells her that her name is Monha? Monana. Monana. She <laughs> says it's Dutch. And the two become bosom buddies, good friends, as is customary. It's very surprising. It's a sitcom named Friends. Why? Why is it surprising? That she wouldn't say, oh my gosh, you're stealing from me. Well, she's just overwhelmed by her outgoing lust for life. I mean, I can really relate to it. You know, I, I find people are very drawn to me just because I live my life like that. You know, I just I just reach out to people and, and people reach back. It's just... More people just turn this off. <coughs> Please don't, I'm very sick. <laughs> so anyway, they become good pals. Joey is not happy when he finds out that there already was a Joseph Stalin... Describes him as some Russian dictator dude. Uh, and yeah, that's all wrapped up pretty quickly. Which yeah. is a shame. I, I think I would have liked to have seen that audition where he introduces himself as Joseph Stalin. But <laughs> anyway, the reaction is still pretty good. Monica starts spending more and more time with other Monica. Monica 2.0. Fake Monica. Thief Monica. Evil Monica. Delete as applicable. Mm-hmm. They start hanging out. They get thrown out of a hotel for like being rowdy. They go and audition for cats together. Maybe Joey was at that one as well. Maybe that's Could what Joey was auditioning for. Who knows? It's all t- it's all coming together. No, no, he's reading the role of Mercur- Mercutio. Oh, that's at the end. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm confused. Yeah, which I still find so surprising. Like Monica's totally going out of her character and kind of adopting this woman's. Fake Monica's approach to life. Yeah, she's inspired by her. She is, so she's doing things that are a little more reckless, kind of getting drunk during the day and doing whatever, yeah, just nice. because, because she thought she'd try it, and it's maybe a little bit deep down that what she always wants to do for herself. Yeah, no, but everyone's sort of, like, making out that Monica's, like, this uptight rule follower and stuff like that, but she's just kind of living the life everyone else does when they have... To worry about things like money and jobs and other responsibilities. Like, like it's most very, people. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy for a credit card thief to be like, yeah, you got to live every moment, do whatever you want to do. It's like, well, you're not spending your own money and right. you clearly don't have a job, so... it's a good point. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to just sort of ditch everything and go on a safari, but, you know, most people have to worry about these things. So, yeah, basically I hated Monica, fake Monica, and her attitude to life. So Ross is stressing about Marcel not getting into a good zoo. Uh, they get a few rejection letters, which is uh, leading him to become quite desperate. He has a meeting in Central Perk with a suspicious character played by Harry Shearer. How do I know him? You'll know him from A Mighty Wind and... Um, um, Best in Show? Best in Show. Who is he? He's, he's like in the band. He's in like the... Who is he in Best in Show? He might not be a mess. Oh, okay. But he's in that grouping of people that... Yeah, he's always in those ones. He's in, like... He's in The Folksman. He's one of The Folksman. Also from This Is Spinal Tap and also from The Simpsons. He does a million voices in The Simpsons. And he was sounding a little bit like Mr. Burns in this episode. I thought he was excellent. This was kind of the highlight of the episode for me. He has a meeting with Ross and Ross is kind of like, oh, so you own a zoo? And he was like, well, kind of. 
And the more that he talks to him, the more it becomes apparent that he doesn't run a zoo. He runs some sort of illegal underground animal fight club. Oh my God, it sounds terrifying. It's pretty awesome. He's like, <laughs> how does he handle small, small objects? And Ross is like, well, he can hold a banana. And he's like, well, what about like a, a club or a switchblade or something? <laughs> it's like, oh man, I really wish... We get to see Marcel in an animal fight club. No, he'd be scared for his life, the poor little thing. <laughs> so then, Joey and Chandler rush into Central Park with Marcel, very excited, saying that he got accepted to San Diego Zoo. Harry Shearer makes one more desperate bid. He goes, well, if you go with me, I'll <laughs> I'll put him in a match with a blind rabbit and I'll give you like a cut of the gate or something. You're like, oh, that's a tempting offer. No. It's not. Oh my god. Well, Marcel could take a blind rabbit. That's up. That who's putting a blind rabbit in this ring? It's horrible. It makes you feel sad that there's actually things like that out there. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes, not just of this episode, but pretty much of the season. Like that's up oh, there. Oh wow. Yeah, it's up there with like John Lovitz as the stone yeah. guy. That was that was pretty awesome. I have to say. And then Monica Monica questions fake Monica a little bit about her motivation. She talks about how she was inspired by the movie Dead Poets Society, but not in the manner that most people are inspired by that movie. She found it so boring that she wanted to go out there and live every moment and love every day. Right, because she felt like she wasted two hours of her life watching that movie and was like, I'm not ever yeah. going to waste any more moments. That's fair. I haven't seen the movie. Have you seen Dead Poets Society? Oh my Society? god, wicked spoiler. Yes, of course I've seen Dead Poets Society. It's so good. Is it really? You haven't uh, seen it? No, I you know, I saw this when I was eleven and heard it was terrible, so I never No, it's so it. good. Robin Williams. Well, any at any rate, that kind of you get a little bit of you get a kind of a, a peek into her motivation. Doesn't go too well for her. A couple of scenes later, she is arrested. And is she arrested because she got caught? Like, for fraud? Okay. Yeah, she got caught for fraud. Presumably she had a couple of things on the side, but... Yeah. Monica goes to visit her in prison. She admits that she was the Monica Geller whose credit card she had stolen. They have, like, a little heart-to-heart. Monica's like, well, if you're not around, I'm never going to do these things. And then she's like, nope, you're going to go back to being your normal person. And she's like, no, I won't. And then... And then that's kind of it. They kind of go their separate ways. And Monica goes to a dance class. She does. She goes back to that tap class. She grabs life by the cojones. She's ready to live her life. Good for her because she's clearly doesn't have the confidence without fake Monica with her. But she still decides to give it a whirl. Do yeah. the things that she really wants. Uh, yeah, it's nice that she took a lesson. I, I think I would have gone with less dance classes and more day drinking. Like, I think she was <laughs> on for a winner with that one. But will she sustain it? Will she? Who knows? We'll find out. I guess we will. I guess we will. Well, we have to. We're, 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 we're in it now, Elizabeth. We're in it to win it. We're almost a tenth of the way through. Mm. Man, I can't wait for our marathon week. Start of season two. That's coming up. Yep, it's coming up. Oh, boy. Seven episodes in seven days. <gasps> seven episodes? So not the whole season? No. All right. take us forever. Okay, Can fine. We? We'll try. You want to try and watch the whole thing on one weekend? No. If you would like us to watch the entirety <laughs> of season so. two over one weekend, send us a tweet. If we, I'll tell you what, if we get, if we get 50 tweets. That's fair. Of people saying, like, season two in a weekend. If you just tweet us, like, saying something like, yes. If you just even just tweet us at FriendsPod and just say yes, 
um, we'll count that towards it. And if we get 50 of those before the start of season two, we'll watch the whole thing in a weekend. As long as you guys ship me some wine for me to Holy do this. Holy crap, that would be... It would literally take the whole weekend, adding recordings. It would. All right. But would we watch all of it and then record? We'd have to watch... We'd, we'd maybe double up. Okay. Maybe we'd double up. Two and one? We'd have to figure out... Well, we're Ooh. never... We're never going to get 50, 50 tweets on the matter, Elizabeth, well, so don't hey, worry. that sounds like a challenge. It's reverse <laughs> psychology. Um... So yeah, that's that's Monica. Uh, Ross has an emotional goodbye with Marcel at the airport. Everyone kind of says goodbye to him. You got a little bit teary during this. I didn't want him to go. But you you weren't a fan of him. No, but I felt bad because he had to be in a cage. Oh. <laughs> and and Ross was wearing a little banana pin on his lapel. He was. It was pretty adorable. Yeah, and Marcel was just sitting there all cute. He was sitting there on like the. I don't know what you call like it. Like podium. The, like the little podium desk that the people that tear the tickets before you got on the plane. Like, he's enjoying more freedoms than most most animals would get. I know, but then he has to go take a long plane ride from New York to San Diego. It's like a six-hour flight. They load him up in the crate and they take him on, like, the normal way that you or I would walk on the plane. Are they... Is, is he just got a seat? Is that is that cage just going to be put on a seat on the flight? I don't know, maybe Ross did something so he would ensure that he wouldn't be in with like the dogs and cats, those poor little things that go underneath. Yeah, I, I just feel like they would have sedated him and stuck him in the cargo hold and Aww, he would have been fine. Marcel! Everyone says goodbye, everyone, you know, to varying degrees. Joey's just kind of like, I don't know what to say to a monkey. <laughs> fair I, enough. Yeah, it's fair enough. Ross tries to have a more emotional goodbye to his little buddy, starts saying, you know, I, I love you, you were more than a pet. But then Marcel starts humping his leg, so he gets he's just like, ah, just take him away. And he gets put in his cage and off he goes. And fade to black, up come the the end credits. That's the mm, end of the episode. That was it. Bye Marcel. Yep. And then we just close out with a little scene of Joey. He's got another audition. Uh that he goes up and he's auditioning for the role of Mercutio and they ask him what his name is, and he says I can't even remember what the name was now. Huge erection? No. No, no it was like, something I couldn't understand. Like, I didn't get it's it. Like, I think it's like hold my groin. Yes. Hold my groin, right? Which is... That doesn't even work as a joke. Cause oh, there's I don't no, understand. Because there's no first name. Hold my. Oh, hold my. Hold, hold my groin. Oh, I thought you were saying hold my groin. No, hold my groin. Which doesn't work because... There's no such name as hold my. Like, right. how is he getting tricked with that? Oh. It'd be okay, one so thing if it, it was, like, Peter File. Oh, God. Or, like, I don't know. Anita Bush? Anita Bush, yeah. <laughs> like, it, that, that'd be one thing, because those are actual names. I guess. But, but Holdma, that's, yeah. that's nothing. That's weird. How I mean, maybe it's supposed to be bad that he thought of it, because, like, you know, he's not the smartest. No, it's just Chandler again, he's clearly the... tricking him. I, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So uh, he probably just got tricked into that, or he maybe thought of it on his own and thought it was kind of clever or something, but no, nah, it's probably Chandler. Yeah. He trusts him too much. Classic Chandler. Classic Chan-Chan. So yeah, and that and that just about wrapped it up. That that, that is the end of, of, of another classic episode. Did, did <laughs> another you, classic. Did you enjoy that one, Elizabeth? Um, yeah, it was all right. Was all right. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I thought that was that was pretty solid. I, I quite liked uh, Monica kind of exploring this this path with a new friend. Yeah, 
I thought Phoebe was on uber cookie mode today. <laughs> like, sort of overacting, which is like, this is madness, Monica. And then... Yeah, but she does that and then it goes, thank you, like she was auditioning. Yeah, it's very... Like she did it on purpose. I know, but it was very... Perfect. And then at her (laughs) dance class, she's just doing that thing where she's like, oh, I totally get it. And she's just kind of swaying her arms and not really doing anything. It's just... She does get it for her. Mm -hmm. She gets it. Wouldn't it be great to live in through the... Like, see the world through her eyes. I don't know. I go back and forth, like, Like, part of the time I think I really like Phoebe, and then part of the time she just annoys me a lot, and this kind of reminds me of why Why did that annoy you, that she's just her own person? Because she's just like, oh, yeah, the whole world's a rainbow, and let's... She's never uttered those words. ice cream and hold hands in a circle across America. What's wrong with just accepting everyone? Hmm? I'm not saying, uh, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, good answer. All right, so... Also of note in this episode, Ross said something that made you laugh. No, I... No. Yes. No, 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 no. It happened, people. I laughed because you laughed. Because it was funny. No. I can't remember what it was. I do. What was it? Oh, uh, he was talking... He was talking to Monica about fake Monica. And about her spirit, right? Okay. And... <laughs> she probably asked, stole it. Yeah, oh... Well, where'd she get that spirit? She probably stole it from a cheerleader. Yeah, pretty good. And I thought that was kind of funny. I didn't know where he was going with that when he said cheerleader. I was like, oh, yeah. like, 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 I got spirit. Making How a big, about you? He'd been making a big deal out of her, like, being a stealer. Yeah. Like, he was like, the whole conversation was like, she stole from you. She stole. She's stolen. So, yeah, that kind of, that was pretty good. Yeah, whatever, Ross. All right. So. I'll never laugh at you again. We'll see. That could be a shock. Add it to the drinking game. (laughs) Ross says something that makes Elizabeth laugh. Okay. That sets us up very nicely for the third last episode of the season. Which one? The one with the ick factor. The one with the ick factor? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't really remember. No, I don't either. I can't, like, usually I I can tell by the name what's coming up. I don't, I, I, Ick factor. No idea. Who knows? I haven't seen him so long, so I don't know. Who knows? Well, that will just about do it until then. So thank you all very much for listening. As always, if you want to support the show and join in the fun and games, you can give us a follow on Twitter, at FriendsPod. And if you want to help us reach a larger audience, then we would encourage you to head on over to iTunes and leave a nice, friendly review there. We'll be back next time for episode 22 in a few days' time, the one with the ick factor. And until then, Elizabeth, as always... Always a chore, never a pleasure. See you (laughs) next time. Bye.